My name is Noah Hills. You can find me on Twitter at NoahMorePartys, and this is the Hero RB Show on the Campus to Canton podcast feed. Kenny McIntosh was a four-star running back in the recruiting class of 2019, who ended up committing to Georgia despite offers from Auburn, Oklahoma, LSU, Alabama, pretty much all the powerhouse programs in the SEC and elsewhere across the country. And in that 2019 true freshman season, he only played in four games, but had 177 yards and two touchdowns, which technically was good enough for a 51st percentile dominator rating, just under 13%. Those numbers were posted on a 12-2 Georgia team that finished fourth in the country and was of 89th percentile quality, according to Bill Connolly's S&P Plus rating system. The shortened season, you know, take this with a grain of salt a little bit, but the closest comps to that true freshman campaign from Kenny McIntosh belonged to Keith Marshall, also from Georgia, Beanie Wells, Reggie Bush, Ben Tate, and Kenny Hilliard. As a sophomore in 2020, he played eight games, had 362 yards, only scored one touchdown, and produced a 14th percentile dominator rating on an 8-2 Georgia team that finished 7th in the country and was of 73rd percentile quality, according to S&P+. Closest comps to that season belonged to Stephen Ridley, Zach Brooks, Jacques Patrick, Damian Pierce, and Kenyon Barner. And then this last year, as a true junior, he had 570 yards and five touchdowns, just a 9% dominator rating in the 12th percentile for college juniors, but on a Georgia team that won the national championship, went 14-1, and and was of 95th percentile quality, according to S&P+. And the closest comps to that season belonged to Joseph Adai, Kenny Hilliard, Spencer Ware, Trey Sermon, and Monterio Hardesty. As a runner, McIntosh has been low-key kind of nice. He hasn't had very much volume at all. Only 62 carries per 12 games, which is a 4th percentile mark for eventual NFL running backs. But he's played with incredibly talented runners. At Georgia, they've averaged 4.57 stars as high school recruits as a collective. That's a 96th percentile group of teammates. And while he's seen box counts that are fairly significantly lighter than those that his teammates are seeing, we would expect an NFL-quality running back in Kenny McIntosh's situation, given the volume that he's seeing, given the you know situations that he's carrying the ball in, and given the talent level of his teammates, we would expect a guy in this situation to average 0.02 yards per carry greater than his teammates. So basically perform right at the level of his teammates. And while Kenny McIntosh's team relative yards per carry mark is only in the 40th percentile, it is 0.28 yards greater on a per carry basis than what his teammates are producing, which is significantly above what we would expect from a running back in this situation. I also think that some of that kind of bird's eye view efficiency is thrown off by the fact that McIntosh has not been very impressive in the open field. Despite reaching the second level, ripping off 10-yard runs at a rate 4.3% greater than other Georgia backs, that's a mark in the 80th percentile. So despite him making frequent trips to the secondary, he's only converting those 10-yard runs into 20-yard runs at a 16.7% clip, which is just in the 5th percentile for breakaway conversion rates of eventual NFL running backs. You know, given the box counts that he's seeing, given the per-carry output of his teammates, the average carry for Kenny McIntosh has been worth 103.2% the output of the average carry for other Georgia running backs during his career. That's obviously slightly greater than 100%. He's been more efficient than his teammates, but that's just a 19th percentile mark relative to other NFL running backs. 
but his relative success rate, which measures how often is he gaining a requisite amount of yards given down a distance, given the box counts he's running into relative to his teammates, he's doing that at nearly a 3% greater clip than other Georgia backs, a mark in the 56th percentile. And so I think he's a, he's a good runner. He's a good instinctive runner navigating the line of scrimmage, navigating the first few levels of the defense, and reaching the secondary. He's doing that at a very high clip. He's just not overly explosive when he once he reaches the secondary, and that factor is causing his overall efficiency to not look as impressive as it might relative to his actual ability running the ball. His trump card is that he's also an incredible tackle breaker. So far in his career, he's averaged 0.36 missed tackles forced per attempt, which is in the 99th percentile for NFL prospects. So basically, he's breaking a ridiculous amount of tackles on low volume, and despite not producing a lot of big plays, he's performed efficiently on the ground relative to teammates that are really, really good. As a receiver, he's been excellent. Despite a fairly subdued role in the offense overall, he's averaged 16 receptions per 12 games in his career. That's above average for NFL prospects. And he's been used very dynamically. He's been split out wider in the slot, 24% of passing snaps. That's in the 89th percentile. And been targeted two yards downfield on average in dot in the 79th percentile. He's also catching a large percentage of his passes. His true catch rate, which measures what percentage of catchable targets is he hauling in and securing, is 94.3%. That's right there with like Jerry and Ely, Rashad White, Max Borgie from this rookie class. And he's been very efficient on his targets overall. 74th percentile in yards per target, 70th in yards per reception, 75th in yak per reception. So he's been explosive with the ball in his hands. And his route running numbers are also great. He's run basic routes like swings and screen passes and things like that at a below average rate. So he's being asked to, to do, you know, more advanced things as part of his route tree, his overall route diversity. So how, how many things does he have in his bag as a route runner is in the 87th percentile across all of college football. And he's been targeted 15% more often on a per route basis than we would expect based on nationwide targets per route run data, considering the types of routes that he's running. That's a 63rd percentile mark. He's currently listed at six foot one and 210 pounds. And based on historical weight gain patterns for eventual NFL running backs, I project that Kenny McIntosh will be six feet tall, a half an inch and 218 pounds at his eventual NFL combine. Back in high school, he ran only like a 4.88 in the 40-yard dash. He jumped 33 inches in the vert. I'm kind of assuming he's a slightly below average athlete for, for you know NFL standards. And right now, he's being ranked as the RB41 in the class of 2023 and as the RB90 in Debbie overall over at CampusDecanton.com. And he's being drafted as the RB35 in the class of 2023 and as the RB101 in Debbie overall. My basic take with this guy is I am completely baffled as to why he's being overlooked in Debbie right now. Yes, he has not been productive in this committee at Georgia, but we've seen over and over that the NFL doesn't care about productivity with these lightly used running backs from national championship tier programs. McIntosh already has NFL size. He's already been efficient relative to really talented teammates. And if you like James Cook's receiving profile, you have to like McIntosh's because they're basically exactly the same. McIntosh's A dot is higher. He's been moved around the formation at nearly the same rate that James Cook was. He's running an even more diverse route tree than James Cook was. But the biggest difference between his usage as a receiver and James Cook's usage as a receiver at Georgia is that McIntosh has been targeted at a very high rate on a per route basis, and Cook was never targeted at an even above average rate on a per route basis. 
He might not be super athletic. He might not be super productive. But beyond those superficialities, he looks like a professional running back with a legitimate three-down skill set. And guys like that from programs like Georgia don't get ignored by NFL scouts. And as a consequence, you need to stop ignoring Kenny McIntosh in Debbie Leagues.